0: Hi, I'm Max Porterfield, President and CEO of Kalanex Mines. And we have emerging high-grade copper gold discoveries uh, here outside of Flint and Manitoba, that we're expanding upon.
1: Max, uh, thank you for the introduction. Good to see you again. Uh, I <laughs> We were talking offline about your your new office. You've you've moved in there, so you haven't kind of got your maps up on the wall yet and your rock samples. But uh, good to see that you moved into a new office. And it's been quite a year. So um, why don't we today... Uh, just have a kind of a look back at what you've achieved during the year. We can look at the terrible markets over the year and discuss how we're going to navigate that or how you're going to navigate that and drive value. And then we can look a little bit about going forward. So could you just kind of take us back to January, 2023? You wrote a letter to shareholders. um, I think it was on the 17th of January. And you said that you drilled by then 42,000 meters and you'd gone down to about 800 meters and kind of, can you just kind of remind us what the plan was for the year? Yeah, so the plan was is that we entered
0: uh, 2023 with all the drilling necessary to publish a main resource estimate in our Pine Bay project, uh, which hosts both the, the Rainbow Deposit, which is what you're mentioning, as well as the Pine Bay Deposit as well, that predates our exploration work on the property. Uh, so we also had a number of exploration targets to follow up on to discover, I'm sorry, new discovery in Alchemist, uh, and so we entered January of this past year, I think with a lot of, uh, exciting news ahead of us, and we really, I think executed on all fronts to, uh, to reach those goals. And I think even, uh, even more with the new discovery that we have that we're now stepping on, on with Descendants. So, uh, you know, it's been a, a tough year, as you mentioned, but we've, we strengthened our team with adding Peter Jones. We then followed up with a $9.4 million capital raise, which then led into our exploration drilling. And then the exploration drilling focused on stepping on our new discoveries and testing new, dis- new targets, which led to the new discovery of the Descendant. So I'm um, very excited to have reached all that. And, and on the, the resource side of things, I think we really exceeded expectations on the Rainbow resource. We put nearly 6 million tons on the Pi Bay project uh, of high-grade mineralization. Four point seven million
1: tons at Rainbow. Sorry, sorry. When you when you talk about t- t- just just for people who are not f- so familiar with the story, you call yeah. the the whole thing Pine Bay, right? Right. That's correct. Uh, and and within that, one of the kind of these bodies, um, which is actually comes kind of three stacked, very very closely stacked bodies, but it's kind of one one basic kind of unit. Um, that's the Rainbow deposit. That's correct, yeah. So Rainbow was a discovery that, again, we made in 2020,
0: uh, our first hole in August of that year. And then we had done a couple of drill seasons on expanding and delineating that deposit. So Rainbow has been delineated from the roughly 100-meter level, that's where it starts, uh, down to the 900-meter level, uh, and remains open at depth. Uh, with that, the resource that we published earlier this year is indicated and inferred. Combining those two was 4.7 million tons, uh, and the indicated category was over th- it was 3.44 million tons, uh, grading 3.62 percent copper equivalent. In terms of copper grades, we've also you know really shined on that front. And uh, copper grades in that resource for the, the indicated category was 3.14 percent copper. So that is indica- indicative of how high grade uh, these deposits out uh, at our Pine Bay Project are.
1: You also put out a, kind of a million tons at 2.6-ish percent copper equivalent at Pine Bay. So you've got these kind of these two resource level um, projects, and then you've gone on to drill. You made a discovery of uh, four sulfide zones at, at, um, at Descendant, and then you've right. got another target called Odin, an alchemist Um Did you, remind me, did you get to drill those during the course of this year? So we were able to
0: uh, follow up on Alchemist that the single hole wasn't ideally placed uh, where we wanted it uh, due to to access. So really following up there, what we need to be done in the winter, uh, ultimately led us to the Descendant Discovery, which is where we've got a drill that we're just wrapping up right now, uh, our drill season on. And that's our newest discovery. And this is an area that, quite frankly, when we started exploring at Pine Bay, uh, going back to when I joined the company in 2014, uh, was where we focused, and this area of the property has been the focus of over a dozen exploration companies uh, since, really, the inception of exploration at Pine Bay, or even in Flon. Exploration at uh, where the descendant is located goes back to 1911, really earlier than predated the original discovery of the Flon deposit in 1914. Uh, there's always been the indicator based on the geology in the area uh, that there should be a large deposit hosted in this area. And the the last true operator that predated Kalinex that explored the property Placidome applied for a 30 million ton exploration target in this immediate area as well. Uh, They were briefly followed up with some work by Inmet, who had over a 20 million ton exploration target based upon Placer's work and their own work. And then we picked up the the torch, so to speak, in 2014. Immediately focused on this area of the property, uh, for the same reasons in men everyone going back to 1911 did. Uh, which are we, which are it's, it's the largest felsic volcanic rock package in the entire Flint Flon uh, Greenstone Belt, and it butts up against a very large alteration system that's mapped in surface spans a minimum of 700 by 1100 meters, and so these alteration systems in these VMS when you're looking for BMS deposits are indicative of the size of the deposit associated with them. So the bigger your alteration system, the bigger the correlating deposit. And if you look at Flinflot, over 90% of the mines have been hosted in the felsics. So you've got a, a massive felsic volcanic rock package mapped at surface. And within that felsic package, you have, again, this large alteration system. And then you've got multiple, uh, near surface mineralization, like the Pine Bay deposit, like the cabin deposit and the Baker Pad deposit near surface. And it's very analogous to the Chisel Lake Basin and the Snow Lake area, the Flint Greenstone Belt, another area of the belt. We have a large felsic package, a number of smaller deposits, a big alteration system, and the missing giant was ultimately the Lawler Mine. Well, what is the Lawler Mine today? Uh, so uh, again, we had initially had a success in this area of the property in 2016, when we deepened a historic plaster dome hole 38 meters. Uh, that's when we hit over 11 meters of nearly 0.7 copper, uh, 1.8 gram per ton gold, almost 6% zinc, nearly two ounce silver. Uh, and then we stepped out vertically below that and we we weren't able to replicate. We weren't able to replicate. We drilled a hole to the south, hit about three meters, I'm sorry, two and a half meters of, of over 3% copper equivalent. And um, we took a timeout. And when we re-entered the property, we brought a new approach, was using utilizing IP, and that vectored us towards the rainbow deposit and had the rainbow discovery. Uh, but we had unfinished business over here at this area of the property, and that's when we, now with the understanding of you know how is rainbow sitting underground? It's you know it's very near vertical, very steeply dipping. Same for the pine bay deposit. Same for what we're seeing in Alchemist. So we brought that knowledge back to the area of property that has always had the indicators with what we've now learned by spending so much time on the property and making these discoveries on other areas of it. And then that's when we stepped up 250 meters vertically below that, that two and a half meter intersection I mentioned. And that's when we hit the new new discovery of descendant uh, at depth there. And these are similar depths that you see 777, similar depths to see Lawler.
1: And that was uh, that. That step down was driven by geophysics. So it was t- t- driven, driven by kind of a geophysical target that was kind of say two fifty meters below your two and a half meter intercept. Was that the well, principal there is reason? A, there, there is a well. The principal reason is geology. Uh, I have to hand it to the
0: technical team. It was uh, geologic focus. Yes, you have the data there. There is some support from ge- geophysics, certainly. But coming back and having the confidence that hey, we need to go and reapproach what we've we've you know followed up on before. Uh, based on what we've known, it was was uh, geology-driven, uh, supported by geochemistry and geophysics. So I, I, I'm a guy that gives credit where credit's due. Um, and, and certainly it was a bold decision to drill the hole and, and quite frankly, uh force favorable to, to bold. So I can actually, if, if you don't mind, I can bring a, a long section of that if you like up and you can just I can walk you yeah, through yeah, that. Yeah, 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 sure. So again, as I mentioned, there was this near-surface mineralization called cabin, up near surface on the property that was historic and you can see all these pierced points on this horizon uh, known as the cabin horizon the host this mineralization that's the the period of time where that volcanic activity was active uh, so this is that historic placid home hole that we deepened you know plaster and we felt that they used borehole yam they didn't have an approach ahead of the hole but based upon the historic drill logs
1: we didn't believe they'd deepen the hole deep enough our team so that's when we deepened that hole Yes. Can, I just, can I just ask you see that all those are hitting the, the cabin uh, zone. Now because this is a long section I can't see what's projected onto it and what's not. Is the cabin zone kind of offset from where you're intersecting the mineralization or are you intersecting mineralization in the same rock unit as the, the, the cabin zone? Same rock unit as the
0: cabin zone. So this is each period point that you're seeing is on that stratigraphic period of time that hosts the cabin zone and all this mineralization that you're seeing over here. Okay, thank you. So when we first drilled and deepened that historic Placidum hole, you can see again, that was a hole that was drilled in 93, 284-393, the third hole of that program. Um, we deepened that hole 38 meters, that's 11 meters that I mentioned earlier, that high grade mineralization. Yeah. High right hosted, zinc dominant. And that really is indicative that you're on the edge of the system or at the top of the system where you're getting more of the zinc than you are getting the, the copper. You see that at rainbow. Rainbow, when you're near surface at the top of rainbow, you're going to get the zinc gold grades as you go more proximal at depth. That's where your copper comes in. So over here is where that two and a half meters I mentioned at 3% copper equivalent came in. Yeah. And then and then uh, this is a historic, actually, uh, inmet hole that we had deepened again uh, on the edge of it, 0.27 meters of low-grade mineralization. So we then, understanding that rainbow is near vertical, uh, Alchemist is vertical, Pi Bay is vertical. We then decided
1: to do a step out vertically below but so, sorry, that last ask, intersection. You're able to to use the holes that you had to do downhole um, EM and downhole IP? Uh, we didn't use downhole IP, we only used surface IP.
0: Sorry, of course, you uh, can't, we, yeah, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. we have done downhole EM. Uh, yeah. uh, we looked into the downhole IP, just don't believe it's probably the best tool for what we're working on here. Uh, so that's the 250-meter step out below. That's the four zones of mineralization that we hit. Uh, and again, that was all above the cutoff grade. But as I mentioned before, it was zinc-dominant, pyrite posted. So again, indicating that we're still at the top of this system, we need to go deeper. So what we're doing right now is, is a couple holes that are going to come right about right here. Uh, and that'll be, you know, petting news going into the new year. So um quite excited to see what the results of these initial step out holes on this discovery um and, and again i think we're on a, on a path to building significant tonnage on this property in 2024 based upon this initial intersection if you look at rainbow rainbow as i mentioned we've, we've drilled it, it starts from the 100 meter level down to the 900 meter open at depth when you take into consideration this hole this hole and in the hole that we've you know set of holes we're looking to drill about 100 meters step up vertically below the initial discovery hole you're going to have a vertical extent of over 350 meters right which is nearly half the vertical extent right out of the gate of what you're seeing at rainbow again with the vector being at depth based upon the mineralization we're seeing and that's the other thing that we're excited about is uh, the reason our focus here is that we're hitting much wider intervals of mineralization we get four zones of mineralization across 26 meters roughly of mass of sulfides uh, in this initial discovery hole. So if you compare that to rainbow, which is average meter uh, true thickness about eight meters, the potential is to add a significant amount of volume per vertical uh, a meter here at the descendant discovery
1: uh, as we move forward with exploration on the property. So that Descendant is a way that can offer you uh, a quick access to tons. But let's let's just have a look at the kind of the market at the moment because the share price I mean you hit something like four dollars uh, 37 in April and you're now at one uh 180 ish uh at the end of the year I mean it's it's kind of two and a half times higher you I mean you were two and a half times higher in April than you are now I mean it's been a terrible market for um the juniors I spend a lot of time looking at the copper space uh I'm not alone in thinking that the copper market is pretty tight. You can see that in inventory. You can see that on the supply side with Anglo-American tech, Colby Panama. You know, There are so many examples of where the supply of copper is failing to deliver. So yes, we expect strong copper prices going forwards, but that in itself can't be the catalyst that you rely on. You know, what, what do you think the market is going to need to see from the work that you do before it says, hey, this thing, it's a real value proposition.
0: Well, I think that we're doing that work with what we're routing out this year and that'll show, you know, it has potential to show moving forward uh, where the big value creator, I think the difference is, is as we enter this year we're going to be in a much stronger position than we entered 2023 as we kind of started the compensation and if you recall as we enter 2023, we also were looking at $2 share price before we had a move to the $4 range as well. Uh, and that was done uh, and that was created with enthusiasm based upon the culmination of our drilling that led to the rainbow resource that I mentioned, uh, as well as, uh, you know, strengthen our team and then the targets that ultimately led to our brand new discovery called Descendant. As we go into 2024, we're in a much more favorable market environment for the metal price environment, as you mentioned, which is obviously going to weigh on us in a positive or negative light. Let's be honest with ourselves here. If you have a negative metal environment, you know, the equities yeah. are going to feel so yeah. great. Uh, But with much stronger news, we have a basis of nearly 6 million tons of high-grade mineralization on the property, 43101 101 and we did not have as we entered this year, and we do have entering next year. That is a base that's significant in terms of overall resources. Uh, If you look at historic past-producing mines in the district of the 32 past-producing mines, uh, that Pine Bay resource is significant. Now, we have a brand new uh, discovery on the property. We have step-levels pending on the property as we go into the new year uh, so I do believe that there's a strong inclination or potential that you know we've already done the work or we're working on the work that necessary that can lead us into a much stronger position to again recapitalize and then look forward to 2024 where I think ultimately we can grow our resource base very significantly very quickly uh, just like we've shown you know with the initial resource we put out on rainbow and we've got reason to believe that what we're on to at to send it. Could be significantly larger based upon the system that's present on the discovery, like kind of you know, spent time discussing today. So while we've been in this position before, and uh, I'm
1: quite confident we're going to be in a strong position as we move forward. When when look, when you had that long section up, you know the depths of where you, the potentially uh, the the more copper rich system were anything between I don't know twelve hundred and seventeen hundred something like that. It, um, is that slow and expensive drilling?
0: Yeah, well, it's slow drilling, but I think getting expensive is a relative, relative to word. If you look at a discovery hole all in uh, for the drill costs, we were looking around $250 in a Canadian. Uh, so then you have the potential to start doing wedges off of those parent holes as well. So I think it's very, very competitive, particularly when you're looking at you know, some of our peers that are drilling in other areas of this country. In Yukon, for example, at $700 a meter. We're drilling Japan for three, four, five hundred dollars US a meter. And let's say you talk about the try to drill a hole in the United States of America, as simple as it might seem. It's very expensive to do so. Uh, I could tell you running two rigs uh in the United States right now on a thousand meter holes is gonna run you over a million US a month. Uh, and that's not even getting the hole that in one month. So um, in terms of relative cost, I think we're very competitive. Uh, that's also Always been the case, you know. When you look at where we're located and the fact that we don't have camp costs, we've got local drillers, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so I think moving forward, as we delineate discovery at depth, it's not going to be cost prohibitive, uh, in, in particularly when you put it in costs relative to other jurisdictions, even within Canada. And
1: um, thank you. And are you um, still very much uh, exploration focused? I mean, because uh, Peter Jones is a uh, you know he's a mining engineer. He was involved in HUD Bay. Uh, I noticed that in in your uh, resource press release that you put out in uh, July of this year, you mentioned the fact that uh, Rainbow is 250 meters from power and a shaft and road. Um, you know, is, is there part of you that were just saying, oh, hang on, we're not getting the value for the exploration. Let's... Uh, either shift strategy or do a twin strategy of getting into production quickly.
0: No, we'll, we'll definitely get there. And I think that one of the key things that the market's looking at is, is is it large enough? I mean, obviously, Peter and the rest of the team thinks that we're certainly there and we're on the cost of something quite great there on the property from the exploration standpoint. But when you look at my development, you need to look at my development on the property, a longer term vision. And I think when you put in place the fact that you have now descendant there where it's located, you've got to keep that in mind. I think the one of the key treasures that we have at, at Pine Bay is we also have a, a shallow discovery at Rainbow that it's ramp accessible based upon atosis to surface. That's what you would kind of really assume within hundred meters of surface. Uh and so that's something that you didn't have when seven 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 was necessarily in development. Seven 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 starts at roughly eight hundred meters vertical depth, which is similar to where the initial uh intersection uh that we had in 2016, 2017, uh, over where the descendant sits. So, I think as we move forward, I think very quickly we can get uh, to a position where we potentially could double our resource base in the next, call it, 12 to 18 months.
1: And I think then you could do an in tandem approach. So, a, kind of ta- a target of um, the threshold of 10 million tons is what you're looking at of a de- uh, with good economics.
0: I think that um, you could be there right now. But I think that ultimately, when you look at longer-term development, you know we want to look to a scenario from an exploration standpoint. or not just at 10 million tons. We're looking at how do we get to 30, 40, 50 million tons of mineralization on the property. And I know that's a bold statement, but again, we wouldn't have spent the past decade of our time and our lives exploring a property that we didn't believe hosted that type of potential. You know, I think we're certainly. On to something, um, big with the descendant discovery, Uh, that's kind of the belief of our team. Um, again, we've focused on this area. We're not the first ones to believe that going back to, you know, over a century of exploration there. And, um, you know, I think we need to focus to grow the company with a drill bit over the next 12 months. And I think we're in a very, very strong position to then continue to grow the, the,
1: the company. Through the development path in TAMDA exploration uh, thereafter. I was always uh, brought up on that expression that it's the seventh company that comes through that finds the deposit. You know, you, you turn over yeah, the ground. Yeah, you're not wrong. God, you know.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, like when you, it was actually one of the most valuable things of the resources going back and also, you know, putting together the report is going back and looking at all the work that was done on the property and how long that work is done. And actually, uniquely enough, um, going back to the history of CaledX, our predecessor. Callan and Anand mines actually sink a shaft about 150 meters away, uh, give or take, over at the Baker Patent deposit in 1929 as a second company to explore the area. So um, there's a lot to the name. Obviously, I think, you know, in the future, miners are going to descend deep underground to mine that copper. But we're also uh, descendants from previous explorers uh, of Callan and Anand mines. And going back to 1911, everyone that kind of was pioneers for exploration in the Flint
1: area. Uh, with this most recent discovery on the property, they were very excited about. It's um, it's always interesting when you go back through project history and you see why companies left, and you can see the decision making processes. And it's even when uh, when you get the opportunity to speak to geologists who previously worked, or people within the team, there's always a kind of a backstory behind the formal report of what the psychology of the company was, what the what the dynamic of the market was, uh, and it, it, it it's so instructive to get. That um, that that level of insight. Um, well, yeah, uh, even
0: yeah, to to add on to that, even to make the decision to drill the descendant discovery hole was really years in the making, right? When you go back and look at time, what was a copper price environment when we were exploring at those depths in 2016, 2017? It was two dollar copper. So when you're drilling a thousand meter holes at a two dollar copper price environment, uh, it's not as palatable as you know fast fast forwarding a four dollar copper price environment with the also the knowledge that we've gained over the past several years to have the conviction to drill that kind of dip, depth of exploration hole and, and to follow up on that. You know, had we not gone through the experience of Rainbow and Alchemist, you could ask yourself, would you have the conviction to return and drill those type poles deep holes to, to make the discovery over on the cabin horizon where Descendant sets?
1: And, and of course, one of the reasons why uh, companies stop drilling or stop exploring is because they run out of money. Um so where where are you and what happens now and and have you got the kind of the shareholder register that's willing to go again, let's say for kind of our uh twenty twenty four Listen, you know every
0: time we've done a capital raise, it's been twofold. I think you know the onus isn't always on existing shareholders, though I think the support is certainly there. It's been there in the past, and then, as we move forward, I think that we certainly have a company that's well worth investing in that'll continue to attract the capital. Uh, I think it's you know if, when we've needed the money, we've always uh, received the money we needed as an organization um, through thick and through thin uh, through the you know the toughest times. We've been able to attract that capital and raise it. And I think nothing's going to change moving forward. I think as we move forward to 2024, we're going to be the strongest we've ever been uh, from a company perspective. I think the catalysts are in place to really execute, and deliver, and show that. I think from a attractive a capital standpoint, we're going to continue to attract the capital necessary. From long-term supporter shielders, just like we've already done in the past, uh, to really,
1: you know, continue to grow the company as we move forward in 2024 and beyond. Uh, Max, thank you. Um, so, I mean, you, you said you're going to focus on exploration. You're going to add tons. You want to highlight the potential to get to uh, 2030, maybe even kind of signpost away to more more tons than that. You're focused on. Uh, descendant. What, what have we missed? What, what else are you going to be kind of looking to be talking about in your shareholder letter in, in early January? Well, I think that, again, uh, going into
0: the new year with a, a new discovery is exciting. Um, it was a great way to kind of culminate our exploration campaign here in 2023. Um, I think really we, we got the feel uh, from you know our excitement level that I think we're on to something special yet again. Uh, you know, understanding that the path isn't always straight up. It's got its ups and downs, and we understand that. We've navigated that through the ins and outs of all these markets. Uh, And I also think that there can be deals to be done uh, to continue to grow the company in different ways, um, irrespective of the markets. And so we'll execute if we see an opportunity to do that. um, We'll be inclined to do that. Uh, But again, I think growing the company through the drill bit, while it is the most difficult Part of the business um once you kind of really get in your teeth into a discovery then it really becomes stepping out and and, uh following up with with the work so again again driving the company's growth through the drill bit is is really the path or
1: for the company once um yeah once you've managed to unlock the code and then it becomes a little bit more of a process um yeah yeah no you're right um, the, and then the crucial bit is actually kind of getting the, the ability to, you can kind of know where to drill. Um, talking of which, you know, what happens over Christmas? Are you taking some, are you going to take some time off between Christmas and new year or um, uh, do, do the drillers uh, keep going? What, what, what's, what's the kind of the activity level over those next few weeks? Just out of curiosity.
0: Well, it's different than last year. Last year, we actually had a drill running over Christmas and uh, I was actually at site. So it was kind of a cool experience. Uh, this year being a little bit different, we've gotten the necessary drilling done. Uh, we just wrap that up and people are still at site, you know, kind of cleaning things up for the holidays. And then really pending assay results and eagerly uh, awaiting what's to come uh, over the next little while. So uh, kind of a quiet period for, I think, a really exciting uh, 2024 that's ahead of
1: us. And get back to drilling in, 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 I in general. I think when the
0: drilling drill gets turned, I don't know if you know that phantom thing when you think you're missing your foul, you know, in your pocket, yeah. you gotta, like where's your foul. Yeah, I get that with the drilling constantly like, where's is it, are, we, are we drilling the minute the drill stops? So um, we'll definitely get back to work as soon as possible, um, but doesn't mean everything's completely stopped with uh, the work in the field as well as, you know, behind the scenes. Uh, no, like there, there's, there's plenty All to the do. other results. Yeah.
1: Good. Well, Max, um, thank you very much. Congratulations on a successful uh, year uh, on the technical side of things and kind of with the discoveries. I mean, the share price has been beaten up, but I guess that's... Um, um an opportunity, opportunity in, a, in, yeah. in in of itself.
0: Yes, that is true. You know, I I think oftentimes when you look down in the bat of the past like why am I going through this right now? Um and anytime we're you're down, it set us up to something even greater. Um if you know we were knocked down so deep back, you know, with the zinc collapse uh really in twenty eighteen, you, you question, hey, would you be here right now with the discoveries at Pine Bay? Uh, because that kinda of led to us making our comeback at Pine Bay. Uh, So, again, I think it's a great opportunity in the market, tax loss selling occurs, uh, but again, we've got the staying power to weather a storm and a very bright future ahead. Great. On that note, thank you very much and um, have a good Christmas. All right. Thanks. Take care.